Just Earthly is a podcast for the nature lover, environmental enthusiast, outdoor adventurer, free spirit, and seeker. We belong outdoors, where we find union, belonging, inspiration, and at home with ourselves, each other, and our planet. We go inside to go outside. We go outside to go inside. We gather for self-healing, world healing, here on this earth. Welcome to the Just Earthly Podcast. My name is Mandy Metzger, founder of Interland Botanicals, and I'm your host. All right. I am so excited to welcome Kristen Beth Ingold of Hopefully Nourishing to the Just Earthly Podcast today. Welcome, Kristen Beth. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm so, so stoked to be here, to be with you, to be in your energy and just chat, all the good things. So thank you for having me. You have the best energy. So <laughs> I'm really happy for you to be here. I always love connecting with people that have good energy. And I just feel like that's something that just, you know, even with listeners, you listen to mm -hmm. people that have good energy. You feel good afterwards. Totally. So, <laughs> yeah. So you do a lot of things. Um, you want to tell us a little bit about what you do? <laughs> I'd love to. Thank you. I First, I just love, this is like my heart's work. And I love it so much. So I'm like always excited to talk about it. I'm like, you want to talk about my heart's work? Okay, <laughs> like, let's do it. So um, yeah, I'll, I'll introduce myself a little bit more too. Um, so as you know, my name is Krista Beth Ingold. I use she, her pronouns. I am on the land of the Pawtucket and also the Nipmuc in Massachusetts. And I am a queer healer. So what does that mean? <laughs> I have such a toolbox that I use and um, my one of the things that like I could talk about all day every day are the Akashic Records. I love them so much and I will talk a little bit more about them today, but um, they're just amazing. So I do Akashic Records reading and mentoring. So I also teach people um, about the records, like what are they and how do you access them and really um, guide people to kind of find their own way with them um, as well. I'm also practicing astrology, so it's really fun to weave astrology into the Akashic Records and the records into astrology as well. I'm mm -hmm. an energy worker as well, so do some good energy alignment work. I'm a life coach. I'm a body worker, so I'm a licensed massage therapist. And my specialty is Hawaiian Lomi Lomi Massage, which is just beautiful, shamanic, Hawaiian body work. It's like super yummy, super, it's like the best of the best of the best, I swear. It's like so beautiful. Um, and I also offer intuitive card readings and really sometimes people just come to me with something that's totally like maybe not something I've done before or I've done a little bit of and they're like, hey, could you do this thing? And I'm like, yeah, we can just co-create together like what's needed, like ceremony or yeah, um, yeah anything like that as well. So. Um, so that's, that's as a healer, that is my toolbox thus far that I offer you the world. <laughs> that's so exciting. So what inspired your journey into this? Mm -hmm. So I feel like a lot of people that are into energy work, um, like this kind of work, we've kind of stumbled into it, but I'm curious like, what your personal journey is. So funny you say that because Okay, so I'll talk a little bit about how my like my journey and how I got here, um, and the very one of the very first things that I did that opened 
my 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 being my soul my life into the work i'm doing was reiki and so i started reiki and i was like to me i'm like that's like the gateway drug you know like to, to like what opens the door to like all the other things that begin to happen after that and my experience and people i know it's like you know one day you're you're just like you know offering reiki and the next day it's like oh my god i'm channeling all these messages or all these other things are coming through or you know, just um so so that's where it it technically started um but you know what's really interesting actually is more recently in time as i reflect on my childhood and like my you know teenhood <laughs> you're like shaking your head like yep i know this so um it's it i really actually notice that the way that i show up now and the things i'm interested in and how i do my work my heart's work this is my heart's and soul's work um that actually i came into this world with these abilities and these um openings essentially to really do this work and you know it's like little things like i remember when i was a kid and i would like go sit in my closet and i had all these really cool um like educational books but particularly i always remember reading the books about space and like science and space and like you know that planets and everything and i would like also just always look out my window at night and like dream about like what is space like like what's the stars and i used to want to be an astronaut when i was a kid and um as i got older and i was like you know being schooled and stuff and then i was like oh there's a lot of math that goes into being an astronaut and then i was like i'm good <laughs> like i don't i don't actually want to be an astronaut anymore but what i've come back to in this full circle moment more recently is like i'm actually a spiritual astronaut actually i visit the stars and the planets and you know other realms through channeling work through energy work, through Akashic records, through being just an open channel that's connected to spirit. So really, I came here <laughs> on this mission as this like spiritual astronaut or whatever you want to call it. Um, and then and then like the real juice and meat of the story of as to, like how I got to where I am today was um, when I was in grad school, I was about 24 ish, I think when this happened. Um, it was like March spring break and I had gone away with some people and um, this on this this trip um, something within me got super super triggered like in a really intense way and I basically ended up like it what felt like with anxiety just overnight it just happened and um, I'm such a body feeling person that the anxiety in my body was so 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 intense and I was like feeling like I don't fucking know what's going on. I just know that like, I feel like I was like losing my mind or something. I felt so out of control. It was like awful. Um, what I did know was also at this time in grad school, I was on track to become an expressive arts therapist. So I had done an undergrad program in art therapy and then I was in an expressive arts um, program. And ever since I was in ninth grade, I was like, I gotta be an art therapist. And so there was that healer in me that already was like always kind of there. You know, I was like the friend that everybody came to growing up. It was like, you have a problem, you go to Christabath, you know? <laughs> I love Which I love. It's like so sweet that I can like I could be that that for for other people. Um, but anyway, so so being in grad school and having all of this shit come up for myself and um, feeling like being able to be so attuned and have an awareness of I know I can heal this. And I also want to do this holistically. I very luckily and um, by chance, like happened to 
know an, a holistic count like a holistic therapist a mental health counselor um, who I reached out to and I got in with very quickly and I was with her for years for years for years and she was the best she was the best the best super amazing she had a very holistic energetic approach to therapy and we did all sorts of amazing things and all sorts of somatic work and energy work and you know also like EMDR and like other types of things as well um, and so there was this very defining moment though in therapy with her at one point in time because this anxiety over that we were diving into and diving into is just like um, of course I was peeling back so many layers around it and this one time in therapy she's like we're sitting there and you know she looks at me and she's like Krista Beth she was like basically no wonder why you're having such bad anxiety like you're so porous you're like a sponge and you're just like soaking up all these other energies and everything like Mandy suddenly just like clicked and I was like, oh my God, no wonder why I'm constantly anxious. I'm like walking around the world and I have the chills as I say this to you too. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm just like, wow, because I really am so open and so compassionate and so just energetically open that I was soaking in everything. And you know, it's funny because I tell this story to people like when they ask me this question. And what I've also realized recently was like, yes, that's true. And another part that I never, um, thought to even mention was I still had my own shit I had to deal with. Like it wasn't just me, <laughs> like just being an open sponge and I had to learn how to close myself more. It was actually, I really had true internal stuff going on from my personal life <laughs> that had to be worked with and that was a layer of it. So it wasn't everything, but that was a turning point for me. That was a turning point. And so through my therapist at that time, she was the one who introduced me to yoga, meditation, she was a kundalini yoga teacher, meditation, she did workshops, and she started inviting me to her classes and they were amazing. And I really began to feel better. And so through lots of practice, lots of her opening me up to these other healing modalities, even more so than somatic work and art therapy and expressive therapy and like a little bit of energy work, then I was like, ah, energy, I get it. And so energy work for me um, and energy in general, I just, it just makes sense to me. I just get that, that energy comes before form. So being able to begin to work with that then opens these other doors to like, right. Coming back to, Oh, I'm going to like learn Reiki and practice Reiki. Cause that was like what I only knew. Cause that was the only thing that I thought like existed for energy work, like in a certain way. Um, it was easy and accessible here. And then, yeah, it totally opened the door to lots of other modalities that opened a door to another modality and another modality, another yeah. modality. And so I know we're going to talk a little bit of astrology as well. My chart very much reflects a lot of um, yeah, water, um, not all water. I'm actually very fiery. I'm mostly fire, but I have like a Pisces moon. And um, yeah, I'm just influenced in these ways where I'm very open communicatively with the energy around me. And it's like right in my right in my birth chart too. <laughs> so it's like, oh, okay, this makes sense here. So that's like a little bit of the long story, also a shortened version of the long story at the same time. Um, but yeah, it's like one gateway to another gateway to meeting a friend that leads me to a teacher, that leads me to a workshop or program or, you know, um, something else that, that I'm just like, oh my God, like I wanna dive into that, I wanna dive into that. And the other thing that I'll just say uh, before I wrap up this part of the question, yeah. unless you want to talk about it more, is like so many of these things that I do and that I offer and that I've dove into is really about, wow, I knew this already. Like my soul knows this work. This isn't 
new to me actually like me looking at the fucking stars like when i'm a kid and i'm like i need to be an astronaut or i'm looking out you know um my bedroom window at night like for hours growing up like there is that like i'm like okay like there's the little astrologer in me there's the little astronomer in me you know um there's the there's the being in me who already knew that i was so deeply connected as we all are so deeply connected to this universe you know to what's beyond just our human form so yeah (laughs) yeah that is an amazing journey and i resonate so much with that Mm. too because it's funny oh my gosh i have so many things to say about that (laughs) it it is interesting because i i have been doing a lot of work Mm. in the past on purpose right and i may have said this in a another podcast episode but if people are listening they might hear it again um i definitely <laughs> put it on my instagram um but i've noticed that i knew where i was supposed to be and what i was supposed to do mm-hmm. way back as a child and mm-hmm. even way you know even high school but then i feel like because of some society things i got i got i went on a detour basically, even with college, I actually entered college um, going for art therapy. So it's funny, ah. not in common. Um, but I, I ended up with a health administration degree. So um, I got rerouted a good bit. Um, but then I found I refound, I'm going to say refound yoga, because I actually was introduced in 11th grade to yoga. And I got into the philosophy back in high school and um, that kind of brought me back home to myself. And it, mm. I feel like I've done this thing where I detoured, but then came back to those things I was really into in high school. Mm. And even as a child, like as a child, I was very nerdy. Okay. So I, I would gather the neighborhood kids and have these, um, these clubs like the Beanie Baby Club Aww. and like that. But you know what? What I was doing was what I do today. Is like I gather like-minded people. So Aww. just in a different way. <laughs> I love that. Going oh, back I love about that. me. But, um, yeah, but I mean, going back to that whole like the beginning of your journey, it, yeah. it, I, and I feel like people kind of dismiss that sometimes because mm-hmm. um, you know I feel like a lot of trauma and. Um, things also lie in childhood too so um yeah but oh I, yeah. I, I am curious if you don't mind sharing so I, I feel like a lot of people have similar um struggles in mm-hmm. kind of like how you were saying that you were so porous and a lot of times what we feel as anxiety isn't even our own anxiety. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I felt this so much during the pandemic where mm-hmm. I felt like just, I felt so much and it that wasn't even mine. And I'm curious, and this might be helpful for other people if you're willing to share, mm-hmm. um, what, what are some things that you do to help mm-hmm. with that? Mm-hmm. If you yeah. Don't no. Oh, my gosh please feel free to ask me anything and everything's on the table here. So um, that's a good question because that is always, that's always the question, you know, because there are so many of us um, that are walking around in the world that are feeling um, 
whether it's an event or other people's stuff or whatever the energy might be that we're connected to in some way, shape or form that um, I'll just say this piece quick before I move into the next one, but energy knows no bounds. So something could happen across the world and it's still going to affect us. You know, it doesn't have to be happening right in front of our faces lifetime and we're affected by it. We just are. So, um, whew, that's, it's, it's huge. And I also want to say too, that people think that, oh, I'm not that open or sensitive or I don't have that. It's like, we all do, but we all might have it quote unquote to like certain degrees in terms of our, our sensitivity and openness. Um, you know, that like there's, you know, a lot of people that talk about being empaths. Um, and it's like, we're all actually empaths. This is my belief. Um, maybe other people don't believe this and that's okay. Um, but you know, it's like really in the work I'm doing for so many years now, I'm just like, everybody really is. And it's just the matter of like, to what degree are you, are you open or connected? And there's no right or wrong way to be open or connected. Like it's, it's just, there's just not, but we all are right. Yeah. So things to do, there are lots of just like practical things. Like even I'll just say these pieces, you know, you could like even just Google or YouTube ways to ground or ways to protect myself. You know, I was talking to a friend recently. This is really cool. Actually, this might be helpful for some people. Um, and she was going into a situation where she felt like she had to put a protective bubble around herself. So she was yeah. like taking a couple minutes and like closing her eyes and like visualizing a bubble of protection around her. And then she had this moment of like, wait, why do I have to protect myself from that person that could be doing my harm, doing me harm? Why don't they have the protective bubble? And so she then visualized them with the protective bubble and it like, let her feel more open and free. Like, why do I have to be small? Why do I have to put my side, myself inside the bubble or behind the shield or the wall? And I loved that. And I was like, that is a really great reframe. So one thing I would offer is my, my friend who, um, you know, was telling me about this and I was like, what a great way to, uh, to feel like I can, I can be in my own self and my own energy and also feel protected. I don't have to walk around as guarded as maybe it's, maybe it's imagining a shield or imagining a lot of, um, if you're a visual person or not, you can just perceive it however you want to perceive it, but like a bubble or something around, whether it's other people, a person or a situation, or even just walking out into the world, like, Hey, the world isn't a bubble and I am open and free to be myself. And, um, I love that. Yeah right? Yeah. yeah. I've actually never framed it that way, but no. it's completely, it makes sense too, because I feel like if you do, I, I've done that as well. The visualization. Yeah. The yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, I feel like it almost makes you feel like you're the victim. Yes, exactly. It's like, yeah. I, right. Yeah. Right. Or like it really reframes that then where yeah. you can be free and you're not playing victim to this that you want to be protected from this yeah. person or bad energy or yeah. yeah yeah and so yeah that's a cool reframe I was like oh I love that you know that it actually can help us feel more free you know in ourselves like free to be you know um I think other really beautiful things to use are um anything around perceiving roots like roots from like our legs or our feet to feel grounded uh, another thing that is going to be, and I talk about this all the time, it's going to be one of the most important things we can always come back to, and that's our breath. 
in bringing us back to our breath, just like over and over and over again, and just back to the breath, back to the breath, back to the breath. Um, there are some other energetic things that you can also perceive. So really checking in with um, your gut, like the center of your body, uh, which you know could be like your solar plexus area, the gut area. Checking in with that and seeing how it feels if you have a felt sense or get a visual or a feeling of if, it, if it's off center. Is it to the right a little bit? Is it to the left? Is it feeling super small? Is it really big? And really taking some breaths down into it to bring it back to center. And so through, again, the perceiving it, however you perceive it, it can help it begin to bring it back to center so we can feel, you can feel more grounded in yourself. When you feel grounded in yourself, you can feel more in your power, more open, and might feel like, oh, I'm not as um, porous. I'm not as like taking everything in here, right? I'm not um, having, there are literally people that are afraid to walk out into the world. Like, I really mean this, you know, because they feel so much. Now, there is nothing wrong with that. It's beautiful. And yes, with people in that position um, or any degree that it feels uncomfortable, right? These practices that you're asking about and we're talking about are super important for sure. Absolutely. Um, I'll share one more because this one is um, really cool also. And I find this one really, really helpful. Again, this came from a friend of me who is a fellow healer who um, taught me this and I was um, I was teaching a, an Akashic class once and I brought this person in and so they taught the Akashic class this as well. And um, imagine that you have like a dial or perceive a dial in the center of your forehead and the dial has a one to 10 on it and one is like you're totally not tuned into anything around you and 10 is like you're so open that you're turning, you, you're tuned into everything around you. So check the dial like, oh, maybe it's at a nine or maybe an eight and it feels like too much. And literally, like I'll put my hand on my forehead like I have a dial and I'll turn it down to like a four or whatever number feels right in that moment. And I swear yeah. it freaking works. <laughs> That's like, a good one too, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know where they got that from, but they did share it with the, with the class and it was really, really powerful. I found it really powerful and easy to do as well just by turning that dial down a little bit really helped like, oh, I'm not as open. I'm not, and it made me also actually realize even though I've been doing the work I do for a very long time and I have lots of practices for myself, um, I'm, it made me realize actually how much more open I think I am even though I know that I'm open a lot of the time. I was like, well, yeah. I'm really open a lot of the time. So <laughs> that was good like check-in too. <laughs> Yeah. Does all awesome. of that make sense? <laughs> yeah, that all really makes sense. And I think that's really helpful. And I'm sure there's a lot of listeners that are also, um, you know, they are energy workers. They, yeah. they need things yeah. too. And it is really important because I would say even from Reiki 1, when I was attuned for Reiki 1, I felt like a floating head for days mm. after I was attuned for that. Mm. And it is really important because I feel like if you're working with these higher chakras, this higher consciousness, um, that you also need to still feel those feet on the ground. So, yeah. Yeah. Totally. And just be in yeah. bodies, you know, as yeah. well. So, yeah. yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a little bit about the Akashic Records? Um, I know that you, you mentioned that as something that you as part of the work that you do and we may have some people that are that, like, that's new to them mm -hmm. 
Oh my God, this is like my favorite question (laughs) (laughs) because I love the Akashic Records. I'm like so obsessed with them. It's not even funny. Like they're so magical and so beautiful and like super compassionate and super loving. And it's like the just amazing energy to be connected to, which we, again, we all are already connected to this. And I guarantee, I'll explain the Akashic Records in a second, but I guarantee that at some point in your life, even if you have never heard of the records, it doesn't even matter. You have connected to this energy, like in some way, shape or form. <laughs> yeah. Because um, when we're connecting to the Akashic Records, we're connecting to uh, a few things. So the first thing is the energy of your soul or the essence of who you are. You can think about it, whatever term works for you to use, but like highest self, best self, future self. I love the word soul, so I'm always talking about soul and like the essence of that. So I'll I'll explain records in a couple different ways because it might help people hear it differently. My my two favorite ones are one, as you are, if you can imagine yourself walking through a forest and you can see what's in front of you, you can see the path of head, you can see what's around you, but you can't see the whole forest. So you only have this one perspective that is your human perspective. You know you come from, you don't know exactly where you're going maybe, you don't know what's gonna cross your path or what you're gonna see or experience. Um, the Akashic Records, pan out and give a soul perspective, a big perspective. And so it's like the whole forest. It's the perspective of the whole thing of why did I walk that path? Why did I choose that? Where did I come from? What am I doing here now? How is this working or not working? How can I choose a path that's coming up? With that, I also want to say um, Akashic Records readers will all work or practitioners. They might have different like titles. I have come to, as I've developed and keep developing a relationship with the Akashic Records, like that they really work differently with everybody. So how they work with me might be different from other people. And that's like a beauty, you know, the beauty of it as well. And so with that, I don't necessarily work in a predictive way because the Akashic Records are really, really wanting us to feel empowered and make our own decisions. Can they sometimes give hints or give specific information about the future? Fuck yeah, <laughs> they have to me anyway. Doesn't mean that I'm going around telling people like I'm not, you know, like a prophet or anything like that, you know, like prophesizing. No, because we want you to feel empowered and make your choices. And there can be support. There can be like, oh, if you take this path, this may be an outcome or this path, this may be an outcome. Um, so what they do is they really simplify your what you're thinking about, what you're feeling, what your questions are about your life, as big or small as the questions may be. Every single thought and question is on the table when you are accessing this energy that is the Akashic Records. Another way that I love to think about them, and this was the first way that I heard it, and so it really stuck with me because I'm personally very visual, so I love this. So if you can imagine, again, (laughs) different scenario, um, there is a big, beautiful library in the sky. And in the library, we each have a book of our soul's journey in that library. I'm like, have you heard this one before? Because you're like, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say it reminds me of the book, The Midnight Library. Have you read that by chance? No, I haven't. It's a book by Matthew. I don't even know if mm-hmm. I am pronouncing this right, but Hig, H-A-I-G. Mm-hmm. I may be pronouncing that completely wrong, but there's a book that it's like an actual story but yeah anyway oh awesome yeah Yeah, so it's it's um 
So now I'm like, okay, now I'll have to read that book. <laughs> but yeah, so that's awesome. I love that. Um, this library we can access and we can check out, quote unquote, check out your book, ask it questions, have a, it's really an open conversation with your soul um, and that perspective from your soul on your life, who you are today. Um, and then when you're done with it, you can like check your book, you know, like the little beings will come and take your book away and put it back. And like there's keepers of the library. It's a very protective space. We're talking about an energetic space. And when I say that also, the energy is all around us in every moment and it's within us. This is not something that is separate from us. The Akashic records and this energy of Akasha is within us. We are a part of it every moment of every day. The other way that people talk about it is like Google for the soul. So just how you can Google anything, it's the same idea. It's like using, connecting to this other energy or this energy, again, that we're already a part of and deepening a connection to listen to this beautiful wisdom. And it's really gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous wisdom. Um, there was one other thing I was gonna say about like explaining it. And those are, those first two especially because they're so visual and I love that. I love, I love those ways. Um, and the, so for me and how I work with them is a lot of people talk about it, like connecting to your soul, which is true. What I have found in my relationship actually is accessing the Akashic records, being connected to this energy is way, way, way more magnificent and beyond just connecting to only my soul or doing a reading and connecting to only your soul. And I don't mean only because your soul is beautiful and big and it's you, it's who you are, and it's important that we are, I feel like it's very important we're connected to the essence of who we are and the essence of our heart selves. Like that is the core of the work I do is like wanting people to be connected to the essence of who they are so they can live their lives in the best way possible for themselves. So what I found is that when I'm tapping into this energy field that there's so much other incredible information there that can come through. Again, like when I do an astrology reading, I actually call them astro Akashic readings because I have the person's records open the whole time. So not only are we getting like the picture of their blueprint with the astrology, but I can take it a step further actually and go, hey, why did you choose to be a Leo in this life? Like what is this aspect with your moon and Venus and Pisces together? Um, and, the, and so we can look at it from a human perspective and understand how the cosmos work and explain it that way. But you can have a similar placement to somebody else, but your souls are going to have totally different answers as to why you chose those placements. Why did your souls choose those placements in this life? Um, with the records, we also go into past lives. So it's not just this life, past lives, future lives other realms i've so many so many of us beings are actually this the earth we're visiting but we're not this is not necessarily our soul home some people it may be or they have soul homes here on earth um but a lot of us yeah we're from like other star systems and like you know amazing amazing beautiful other galactic cosmic places that we're connected to so it gets very big and very deep and very, very expansive. So when I, when we're talking about soul, yes, but we're talking about so much more than that. So much more than that. I mean, this is a whole other conversation itself, but does that help answer a little bit anyway of what they are? <laughs> I think, and I hope the listeners can agree with me. Otherwise we're going to have to hop back on here for another episode. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I feel like that is 
really helpful. I love, love, love the visualizations. Do yeah, yeah, <laughs> love that. And yeah, that's mm-hmm. all amazing. Mm-hmm. And then that also leads me to the question: How your work connects with nature? And I'm also mm-hmm. curious too with astrology. And I love this combination too between astrology and the Akashic records. Yeah, deeper. Um, but I'm curious, how you see the cosmos, the astrology connecting with the stars themselves? Yeah. You can bridge that. I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, we as humans, especially, especially this day and age, and I want to just like really be clear on that, that our ancestors were so connected and lived by nature, lived by the earth in the earth cycles and lived by the cycles of the stars. And so of course, you know, more recently in time, we have become so disconnected from nature. And when I say that, I think that, you know, I always think, oh, first earth. And then I'm like, wait, no, the stars are nature too. Like all of the cosmos that we're a part of, all of its nature, including ourselves, we think we're not nature. We think we're separate from it, but we're not, and we are. And so, um, being able to recognize, remember, uh, know that like, right, like I am nature itself. Actually, I am a whole universe. I am a whole co- like macro and microcosm that's happening here, like on this planet, but also so interconnected to things not on this planet and to everything around me as well. So as above, so below, as within, so without, I like keep coming back to that over and over again. Cause it's just like, true and um so i definitely feel and see and feel like part of my own truth that i feel and see is that that the stars live within us not only are we literally composed of stardust but like (laughs) like the stars and the cosmos and the dance happening you know and up in the cosmos there is literally within us and will impact us and affect us for sure and we each have our own relationship with it. So what might impact you and affect you is gonna be different from me. And that's like really cool. And there's also impacts where it's like, shit, this is impacting the, literally the whole planet or like just a lot of people on the planet all at once. Or maybe there's just a few people this is happening to. Um, so we are nature. We are part of earth, which is nature. The earth is part of the cosmos, which is nature. It's all nature and it's all a mirror. So what's happening down here on earth Um, as a collective for humanity and also for ourselves individually is also happening in the stars. So we're, we're all bouncing off of each other and mirroring each other. And we're always in this constant dance with, with nature all the time, all the time with the stars, but also with the seasons and, um, the, and even the times of days. There's a dance in every second, in every minute, in every hour, in every day, in every week, in every month, in every year. Yeah. <laughs> there, there is. So I am 100% there with you. <laughs> yeah. That's a beautiful connection that you made. I love it. Mm. Um, so I am wondering how, so I ask this question in every episode. I'm wondering how you feel through nature how i feel through nature how you heal heal oh i'm sorry i mean part of it too all the senses (laughs) 
<laughs> I love that. Um, so the first thing that comes to mind is actually a story that really, this really connected me more deeply in nature. First of all, like I'm a fucking forest fairy. Like I love trees and I'm such a fairy. Like I really like have hailed from like the fairy realm. Like that's where I'll go back to when I'm done here. <laughs> Um, love the fairies and, um, you know, this is a super side note, but I also find it very interesting. Remember that, that movie Fern Gully? Yeah. Did you ever see that? Okay. The main character's name is Krista, spelled like my, spelled like my name, which I don't often see it spelled the same exact way. And yeah. she also has dark hair and green eyes and you probably can't tell through this, but I have dark hair and green eyes as well. And I like love the trees so much. And I'm like, oh my God, that would be me. I'm me. I'm like, I'm Krista from like Fern Gully, like the fairy. <laughs> so, um, but, but a while, a while ago, I say a while ago, is like um, in my late twenties. So just over 10 years ago, I was in a very, and for that, for that time in my life, a significant relationship and we broke up. And actually what really truly healed me was I just started going into the woods and hugging trees, like not, not thinking, oh, this is something that's gonna help me. I should really try this. I just started doing it. Also at that time in my life, I was a dog walker. So I was in the woods a lot because I was like walking dogs and I would take them into the woods. And so I had a lot of time in there to like walk by a tree and hug it. And I just started hugging trees and I swear to God, like I would just hug a tree and I would just cry. And, and this went on for like months, like three, four, five months. I would just go into the woods or anywhere. I'd be anywhere. I don't have to be in the woods. I was like literally in the middle of Cambridge and I would just like Cambridge, Massachusetts. And I would just like be like sitting on a park bench and there's all these people. And I'm like, I just gotta hug this tree behind me real quick. And I would just hug the tree and cry. And that's really what healed me and, and uh, supported me. I had other support in my life. I, I definitely did. Um, and when I reflect on that time, the healing process was so beautiful because I went to trees and I literally hugged them and I began to create deeper connections with them. And that helped me create a deeper connection with nature and that really talk about opening doors. And so I was already doing energy work at that time. So it opened that door even more because I was then energetically deeply connected to nature and to trees and um, found that the trees were deeply, deeply healing and how they would hold me and hold me and hold me and want to hold me. The earth wants to hold us. The trees want to hold us. The water wants to hold us. I mean, it just, it's, it, it just does. It just does. It wants us to heal and feel better. And so the trees began to like, um, and I would ask for permission as well. I want to say this piece too, like, um, even though I would like throw myself on the trees a mess a lot of the time, I also would be like, is it okay? Like, what are you able to do for me today? I would ask for permission because there's still like these incredibly wisdom filled entities. And I, you know, wanted to make sure that it was okay. And they would like welcome me and, uh, into them and take my pain and take my grief and they would churn, I could feel it just like being brought down into the earth to be transmuted and churned so it can be something beautiful in nature. So that was very healing. And then the water, um, I love the salt water particularly. The ocean is, is so healing for me also. So when I need to, I really will go to the ocean. And even if I can't get into the ocean, because I live in New England, so in the middle of winter, I'm not gonna put my feet in the ocean probably, but just being there, yeah. <laughs> Just being there is like, I just need to see it and I'm good. 
I just need to like see it, maybe breathe the air. But anytime I can get into the ocean, I'm like, I always feel so much better after I'm like out of the ocean. And then actually, so through Corona times, um, because I was living very close to the ocean, I was in the Boston area at that time. Um, and I had an ocean 15 minutes from me. Every um, new, every, excuse me, yeah, new moon and full moon, I would go to the ocean and like, asked for permission if I could use some salt water for like the moon cycle and I luckily always got permission and so I would take some water and I have these beautiful crystals I use in my healing practice and so I would soak these crystals in this fresh salt water under the moonlight and then and then I would recycle it I'd bring it back for the next cycle and offer it back and thank it and then ask for permission to get more water and so I did this for like I don't even know how long for a very long time um, luckily, I had like the the time and space to do that. Um, you know, Corona did that. It created some time and space, you know, to like really land in ourselves in different ways, I think. Um, so that's like another way where I was using that for myself, but also like this is also touching other people as well, you know, through that work too. Um, so I heal through nature, like nature heals me, you know, and it, it brings me back home to myself. It reminds me um to breathe like the most important thing we can do is just breathe and then come back home to ourselves come back home to myself um and it's always you know then like hug a tree <laughs> you'll feel better hugging a tree really does help because i started doing that too and i'm like there is something that deepens the connection between you and that tree and yeah you know, even i actually did that to a tree that was dying and it's like i it's almost like i felt yeah. the feeling yes yeah oh man yeah yeah mm -hmm. i think it's just one of those things that you have to just go do and just mm -hmm. experience it for yourself <laughs> but like yeah yeah absolutely i and i love that you said that because it i noticed i really literally developed a relationship more deeply with nature um that's in a totally different place now because i started doing that i was called to do that um, and that there's magic that happens when that happens. It's like, great nature. Actually, I've learned nature wants us to connect. Yeah. Like nature's like, hello, can you please connect with me? Like I'm here and I want to like support you and can we connect? Um, and it's good for everybody and to hug a tree or to touch a tree. I've touched many a dying trees or dead trees. And there is an energy or a story or a wisdom, no matter what stage it's in that it will share absolutely yeah. you're right yeah oh yeah. <laughs> well thank yeah. you so much mm -hmm. for sharing that i am wondering um if you don't mind sharing how people can connect with you mm -hmm. on social media and some of your links mm -hmm. have a website yeah thank you so i am on instagram and it's my first name christabeth and then L-I, so Christabeth Lee, Christabeth L-I. And then on Facebook, it's my uh, business name, which is Soul Fully Nourishing. And so that's my Facebook page. Um, and I'm on Instagram more, but like, you know, they're linked. So things post on Instagram get posted to Facebook as well. And then my website is soulfullynourishing.com, soulfullynourishing.com. So that's, that's my site. There's like all the ways to get in touch with me and, um, yeah, please feel free if you have 
please, 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 if you have any questions about anything, if you want to hear more about the records, like I literally can talk about them all day and I can explain them differently if you are like, um, I, I'm, I'm curious, I want to know more, this piqued my interest or I want to dive more into this. Like, I'm very much all about being able to explain things and talk about things because different people will like totally understand it in different ways as well, um, you know, for sure. And, and, and so with that, I'll just say too that with the records and all the work I offer, it is really about coming back home to yourself, coming back home to your own nature. Again, like we are nature, so the work is coming back to your nature and tapping into who you actually are. And you might be like, I know who I am. And it's like, how are you living your life? Are you living your life that way? And how, we, how can we get you on track to live your nature, to live your own nature that you are, so. That is so yeah. important. Yeah. 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 I will be linking all that in the description for the podcast episode, as well as the YouTube video. Um, and yeah, maybe we can have you back on here for another episode to talk yeah. all about even more about the Akashic record. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. yeah. Thank I would love that. Yeah, you're so welcome. <laughs> Thank you so, so, so much, Krista Beth, for being here today mm -hmm. and for sharing all that you do and your good energy with us as well. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's so beautiful to be here and talk with you. And can I share one thing really quick before we go, just super quick? I did pull a card. Um, and it wants to be known and because it's so it's just so funny we're talking about nature and we talked about earth and everything so the card is earth pulsing oh my gosh yeah so earth it. pulsing and it actually so what it looks like um, if you're not seeing this is um, some like starry cosmic sky in the background and then some like beautiful snow-covered mountains and then it turns into like these mountains turn into like green mountains and then there's some flowers and a waterfall in the, the mountains and then um, water at the bottom and these beautiful pink flowers and a person laying in the water. Um, and the words are pulse of the mother, slow down, time and nature. And this is exactly what we're talking about, oh the time gosh. and nature. So that could yeah. not be any more perfect. It's literally perfect. <laughs> is that from the Starseed Oracle? It is. Yeah, yeah, I have it right here. Yeah, the Starseed Oracle by Rebecca Campbell. Oh my gosh. It's a I gorgeous deck. Yeah. The yeah. cool thing about that is it's they're all so beautiful and there's a lot of naturey stuff. I was so called to this deck and I didn't know why and then I finally bought it and I learned that it's actually based on the Akashic Records. And I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> That's interesting. So, yeah. I actually didn't know that, but mm -hmm. I also, that's one of my favorite decks and I have, I have a lot of decks. <laughs> yes. I hear you. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, thank well, you so much. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that message. <laughs>